1: and welcome to Gamecock Central Radio. Emerson Phillips joined by Gamecock legend Kip Balknight, winner of the Golden Spikes Award during his playing days with South Carolina. And Kip, just a hell of a weekend for Gamecock baseball. There's no getting around it. No, it was
0: not. It was a hell of a weekend. It was outstanding. And, you know, to be down 7-0 and then come back and win Friday night was amazing. And to be down, I think, at least three, maybe four times on Sunday and come back to win the series was just outstanding. A lot of grit shown. By the Gamecocks, and uh, they did enough to win. Uh, the you know the only negative I think you can say is the starting pitching did not fare well this past weekend. But you know, good teams they figure out ways to win, and I think that's the biggest ingredient that this team has figured out is uh, they're learning how to win games. And right now, uh, you know, it just depends on the day. It's it's a new hero each day, and that makes things a lot of fun and uh, I, I think it also gives them a lot of confidence, and uh, you can tell the team's certainly hungry, and uh, I look for it to be a packed house uh, this weekend.
1: Yeah, big series coming up with the Ole Miss Rebels this weekend at Founders Park. Ole Miss having a fine season. We're going to talk more about them in just a moment, but uh, Kip, let's reflect a little bit on this Vanderbilt series. The Gamecocks head to Nashville and take two out of three against 17th-ranked Vanderbilt, and it was Carolina's first SEC road series win in more than a year and you mentioned that they came from behind to win both the games Friday and Sunday. So Carolina rallied from 7 to nothing down after three innings on Friday, scored the last 8 runs of the ball game including 6 runs in the 6th to win 8 to 7 on Friday. Vandy won game 2 8 to 1 and then on Sunday Kip, you know I got up Sunday and was looking forward to following the ball game and I just remember thinking that it was Really an important day for Gamecock baseball. If they could find a way to win that third game and take the Vanderbilt series, you know, they would tie Vanderbilt in the SEC standings and they would put themselves over 500 in the league and you know going back to early in the season they dropped two out of three to florida to open the season so they, they've been under 500 in league play much of the year and they had a chance to get over 500 what a ball game on sunday kip i mean we could do a whole podcast just on sunday's game that's some of the most exciting baseball i've seen in a long time
0: yeah it was amazing i mean i think it was a, a very emotional game uh, and a big victory for south carolina and again there were so many heroes uh in that game sunday as well as as Fridays come back and, you know, we saw a couple of relievers step up big and uh, just do a wonderful job. And uh, that's, that's important. I mean, you need some new guys to step up and, you know, the, the, the starting pitching, you know, lately we've seen, uh, you know, struggle just a little bit, but we all know that those three guys can certainly be very, very good. So I look for them to bounce back this weekend and, If they can put it all together, this could be a very, very dangerous team. I said that several weeks ago, and a lot of folks probably were wondering what in the world I was smoking. But uh, this is a team that um, is certainly learning how to win and learning how to to get up when they get knocked down. And um, it's just really, really fun to see uh, all the guys producing. And, you know, Carlos Cortez has just been a huge part of that. You know, coming back after, you know, hitting probably 160, 180 for a lot of the season. And I believe he's up above 250 now with double digit home runs. And uh, he's certainly a key to their offense. And obviously, when you get back Madison Stokes and uh, Noah Campbell and TJ Hopkins, those are three huge bats in the lineup as well. And uh, it's just, it's been really, really fun to watch and can't wait for a great environment. Uh, to see the guys again on Friday night.
1: Sunday in Nashville, the Gamecocks fell behind 4 to nothing in the second inning, but they came back to tie the game twice and won it with a run in the ninth, 10-9. to nine. South Carolina beat uh, Vanderbilt Sunday to win the rubber match in this series, and it was Carlos Cortez tying Sunday's game in the eighth inning with a three-run home run to right field. He's now got 12 long balls on the season, and that matches his uh, freshman year total of 12, and he's got a 257 batting average and 32 runs knocked in. He's hitting 284 in conference play with seven home runs and 14 RBIs. And, Kip, you've talked about him uh, frequently over the course of the season here on GCR. Batting average, you know, under 200, much of the early portion of the season, but he's starting to heat up with the weather, Kip. He is.
0: Like you mentioned, he's hitting over 280 in
1: conference play and seven home runs. And, you know, there's a,
0: I think there's a lot to that. I mean, he, he had some. Uh, guys that, behind him in the lineup that were injured at times, and they were able to pitch around him a little bit. And they were pitching him like Babe Ruth the first six of, uh, weeks of the season. He was seeing a lot of breaking balls, a lot of change-ups and breaking balls and fastball counts. And you know, he was just probably pressing a little bit. But he certainly figured it out. And the biggest thing for me, even when he struggled, he was still a great team player. He was playing great defense in left field. He was still. He was not taking those at bats to the field, and he was still, you know, being a team guy and rooting the guys on that were hitting, while he was not. And uh, South Carolina's team, they know that they're they're really really good when he does well. I mean, it, 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 there's no doubt about that. He is certainly a leader for them, and they need him to to hit well. And uh, if he can hit well, and I mean, you're looking at Jonah Bryant, I believe now you've got five guys in the lineup that are batting over 300. And, you know, this is a team that you look back at last year, I don't think there was ever a time where there were five guys hitting over 300 in the lineup. And we're seeing a lineup that's basically the same as it was last year. So, you know, kudos to the coaching staff for developing these guys, and they're certainly uh, clicking on a lot of cylinders right now.
1: Kip, Graham Lawson picked up the win for the Gamecocks on Sunday. He retired the final six Vanderbilt hitters. And Lawson came in in a critical situation. Two on, nobody out in the eighth inning. He got a fly out and two strikeouts to get out of the jam. So, Graham Lawson came in and really delivered in what was a key situation in that very important game on Sunday.
0: It was key. I mean, you know, he comes in after, um, I believe it was John Gilry, uh two batters on two pitches.
1: And yep. South Carolina <laughs> just
0: tied it up 9-9 nine to nine on the home run by Cortez. And – You know, bottom line is that was a huge, huge inning to get out of that with runners on first and second no outs and did a wonderful job of keeping that momentum and carrying it over to the top of the ninth when South Carolina was able to, uh, I believe, get a sack fly to get that winning run, uh, you know, across home plate. So just, uh, again, a guy in Graham Lawson that, you know, has not been in big situations a lot this year but certainly delivered in the clutch there. Just a a great team victory on Sunday.
1: Kip, you know, one of the great things about baseball is you have an opportunity to see something that you've never seen before anytime you sit down to watch a game. And I was listening to the radio when Gilreath came on the pitch to start the eighth on Sunday, and I saw something or heard something that I'd never witnessed before, and that was Gilreath hitting the first two batters that he faced He threw two pitches, Kip, and he hit two batters, and he was taken out of the game. I don't know that I've ever seen a pitcher get pulled after two pitches, and I don't think I've ever seen a pitcher hit two consecutive batters on the only two pitches he threw.
0: Yeah, Gil Reese is uh, certainly a guy that um, we saw pitch really, really well early on in the season. And um, uh, unfortunately, here of late, he has not pitched as well. But I still think he's a huge key to their success down the – uh, the rest of the season. And, they, you know, I certainly look for him to hopefully South Carolina can get up and get a lead, maybe a, a big lead, if you will, and give him another opportunity to get in this weekend. If not, I'm sure they'll play with the hot hand and go with the guys that have been producing and doing well lately. But he's a, he's a guy that certainly got the credentials, certainly got some success in there, and he's got talent. He's just, for whatever reason right now, it's just a little bit off, and yeah. I think it's upstairs. I think it's mentally. I think he'll get back to where he needs to, and hopefully it'll be sooner than later.
1: That yeah, was just bizarre on Sunday. Gilreath came in, hit two batters, and was pulled after just the two pitches, and then Graham Lawson came on and got out of the first and second nobody out jam, and Carolina scored in the ninth to win at 10-9. to So uh, you're right, Kip. Uh, the Gamecocks are going to need John Gilreath, and he'll have an opportunity – uh, to redeem himself a little bit uh, at some point down the road. You know, the Gamecocks are going to need Gilreath to contribute for this team to go as far as it can. But for whatever reason, Gilreath just was not ready to pitch on Sunday. That was just a very bizarre situation. But the Gamecocks found a way to pull it out, and South Carolina takes two out of three at Vanderbilt. And the Gamecocks are now 26-18 and 18 on the year and 11-10 and 10 in the SEC. And Carolina is now tied for fifth in the SEC standings. And the Ole Miss Rebels come to town. No midweek game this week for the Gamecocks, so Ole Miss is in town Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And Ole Miss having a great year, Kip. They're 34-11 and 11 overall. They're 12-9 and nine in the league. So the Gamecocks and Rebels meeting at Founders Park this weekend. You know, these are two of the top six or seven teams in the league right now.
0: Yeah, I think South Carolina, is. they, they need this week. I think it's good that they don't have a, a midweek game. I think it's the time for them to um, – know get back and have some regular practices and get their feet under them if you will and um you know this is an opportunity uh you know South Carolina always talks about how great the fans are and and I'm not saying they're not but this is a weekend where I've said it many times on the SEC network plus games this is a weekend where they can make a huge difference they can be the 10th man if you will and that doesn't mean when everything's going well they're loud and the they hear sandstorm, they're loud. If they, this means if they're down two to nothing in the seventh, or if it's a two-strike count and our pitcher's pitching, I can remember, for example, with Adam Hill, the type of stuff he had against Clemson on Friday night earlier in the season, and he struck out 14. Hell, I think he could have struck out 20 if he'd have had the fans really getting involved and really, really making it tough on the opposing team and and, and they just got to – and they've gotten better. They certainly have gotten better this year. But what a great opportunity for the fans to really make it tough on the opposing team this weekend and, and Old Miss coming to town. And I can assure you these guys want it. They, they, they are hungry. The coaching staff's hungry. They want to do everything they can to, to finish strong and make a, you know, regional and, um, you know – you can't put anything past this team now. I mean, this is a team that looked like they wouldn't even make the tournament three weeks ago. And now, you know, they're certainly projected to be in the, at the, or well, of course the SEC tournament, but also the regionals. And, you know, you might wake up next thing, you know, and they got a chance to host. I mean, this, this, this team can uh, certainly play into, uh, you know, where they want to be. And um, it's just a really exciting time. And, I think the guys are prepared for it.
1: A couple more notes from the Vanderbilt series here. Jonah Bride went five for 11 in the series, including a two-run home run in the third inning of Sunday's game. Bride scored two runs, knocked in three in that win on Sunday, and he's hitting three twenty-nine on the season, and he's reached base safely in 41 of Carolina's 44 games. We talked about Carlos Cortez, huge three-run home run in the eighth inning to tie the game Sunday, his 12th long ball of the year. And, uh, T.J. Hopkins, we talked about last week here on GCR, six more hits in the Vanderbilt series, and he is hitting 444 since coming back from the hand injury that forced him to miss about a month of the season. And Justin Rowe had four doubles in the Vanderbilt series. He's now got eight doubles on the year, and he's hitting 338 with four home runs and 17 RBIs. So the Gamecocks... Swept LSU last weekend. They go to Nashville and take two out of three for Vanderbilt. Gamecocks heating up at the right time. And Carolina's got Ole Miss coming to Founders Park for a Friday, Saturday, Sunday series. It'll be Friday at 7 on SEC Network Plus, Saturday at 4 also on SEC Network Plus, and then a noon start on Sunday on the SEC Network. That's the regular SEC Network for Sunday's noon start. So, Kip, you working TV this weekend? Yeah,
0: working TV Friday and Saturday, and then. Uh... Uh, Sunday we'll let the big dogs do it for the the big SEC network, but should be a again a great weekend. I think the weather forecast looks good, and oh yeah, and uh, let's come out and support the Gamecocks and make it really really tough for Ole Miss, and uh, certainly look for the Gamecocks to win this series. They're they're going to be facing a tough team. Uh, Ole Miss's guys on Friday and Saturday, the two starters there, they're pretty sharp, and uh, but you know South Carolina has done a good job of. You know, looking at scouting reports, looking at the season. Uh, you know, you mentioned T J Hawkins, what he's done after he's come back from injury has just been remarkable. But he's uh he's certainly solid up the middle, obviously playing center and anything he can do offensively is, is, is certainly a plus. And Joan Bride just having a great year and really, really happy for that young man. He's outstanding at third base and just a lot, a lot of good players for South Carolina and They're stepping up and doing well at the right time.
1: Yeah, forecast looks good this weekend. Temperatures should be warm and sunny skies at Founders Park. Kip, we look forward to checking you out on TV this weekend, all the folks that won't be at Founders Park for the Ole Miss series. Thank you, bud.
0: Yes, sir. Go Gamecocks.
1: That's Kip Balknight. He'll be on the SEC Network Plus with Birch Antley on the Friday and Saturday broadcast, Sunday's game on the SEC Network. And I'm Emerson Phillips. This is Gamecock Central Radio. We'll be back next week to review the Ole Miss series here on Gamecock Central Radio. Thanks for joining us.